it's time for Ghost and Friend Dog. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 live. In four hour recording studio order. Recording. Wake your ass up, it's the next friend in the morning. Hello, everybody. It is Thursday. Hello. And we actually recorded earlier this week, but uh, the file got super corrupted. And you I didn't tried, miss a lot. But then I gave up. Yeah, you really didn't miss anything. Except our big story, which we'll cover later, which might be the biggest story of the year. Ever. Of the year. Of, Ever. of, I would say this decade. I would say top five mankind. I would say if we were ever to launch a shuttle to Mars, this is the story <laughs> we would take to sum up the human condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I what I would say. Can I also say that... I figured out that in those Bueno chocolate bars, it's Nutella. Are you are you now addicted to Nutella? I hadn't tried Nutella in a jar thing, and then I bought it, and now I put Nutella on waffles, and it's amazing. I've never been into Nutella, but apparently people love it, and I see commercials every once in a while that are like, replace peanut butter with Nutella. I'm like, that has to be the least healthy alternative. <laughs> <laughs> anything. I mean, it's not very healthy. But what, you, what I I get what is it? Chocolate and hazelnut? Is that what it yeah. is? Hazelnuts are going to be healthy, right? Right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's like the a uh, very unhealthy version of peanut butter which by itself is already not the healthiest thing in the world. That's so, true. But Nutella. if you got allergies, the to what? To nuts? To like you'd, a peanut you'd still butter. Be dead. You'd still be dead. No, you'd have an allergy to nuts, not peanut. I'm oh. allergic to butter. Thank you, Nutella. <laughs> I wouldn't make a good doctor, though. It's be like, oh, you're allergic to the nuts and switch to Nutella. Oh, doctor, it says nut in the name. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. It's all that marketing lingo. I found two amazing stories. I found one, and I thought to myself, this is a pretty great story. Until I saw an article linked to it, and immediately it was like, you know what? I think I think the internet has outdone itself. Mm-hmm. American Pie actor has knife pulled on him by one night stand. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, Eddie K. Thomas, the guy who played Finch in American Pie, the guy who was banging the mom. Oh yeah. Uh, had to call SWAT. Because a knife-wielding female house guest who he had met 24 hours earlier at a diner and brought back to his home in the Hollywood Hills assaulted him, basically. According to the LAPD, Thomas was uh, Thomas asked the woman over. After they had slept together and she had spent the night, he told her to leave. And it caused her to fly into a rage. Apparently, uh, he managed to escape her uh, before she grabbed the kitchen knife and threatened to kill him. Once outside, he phoned the police, who then sent the SWAT team to engage in an hour-long standoff <laughs> with the barricaded one-night stand. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine that standoff. Well, apparently the cops were able to evict the woman. I like how they said that very politely, evict her. They kicked the shit out of her. Evict this woman. After she apparently went crazy all over his stuff, breaking his phone, his guitar, and other possessions. 
Uh, the, the suspect was evaluated at a nearby hospital and booked on a charge of felony vandalism. <laughs> what have we learned here, gentlemen? Picking up a woman at a diner is never a good idea. <laughs> In fact, ladies, I'm going to give you that tip, too. If you're ever at a diner and you see a guy and you say to yourself, why? He looks like a fine gentleman. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you he's not. You need to he's... just remember that you're at a diner. <laughs> right? You were there for coffee and, let's say, a pancake. You are Maybe not there to get to, late. Like, work on some documents. You are there to talk to the trucker who's in from Nebraska. <laughs> That's it. You are not there. You know, if that trucker asks you, it's cool. Because, you know, you know what you're getting. Right? <laughs> but if you just meet a guy and you're like, hey, aren't you from American Pie? <laughs> Why, yes, I am. Let's go back to my place and bang. You can you can be sure he has no interest in you. That already shows that she probably wasn't the smartest, and he was probably really depressed that his career has been failing. His possessions did include a phone and a guitar. <laughs> it's true. That's about as much as anyone in L.A. has. Like, <laughs> what do you do? Oh, I'm a singer-songwriter. Really? All right, well, I just have a guitar and a phone, but... <laughs> one day, one day. It's like the people that buy the really expensive cameras, and they're like, I'm a photographer? And it's like, well, how do you use it? And they're just like, uh, you, you hit the autofocus button, and you take pictures? Uh, I take pictures of landscapes. <laughs> I sell them on the internet, and sometimes people buy them. And by buy, I mean download them? And by download, I mean I've had, like, two. And by and... two, I mean, like, uh, in the past two years. One was a test I did, and um, one was my mother. She wasn't impressed. <laughs> I want to be big one day. One day. Just give it time. All artists aren't appreciated until after they're dead, so, you know. That's true. Just got to keep going. It's very true. So, that story seemed amazing. It was and, amazing. And then oh, I saw tracing. this. No. No, no, no. No backtracing on this one. Okay. This is where the backtracing comes in. Linked next to this. I'll, I'll give you one guess where this story's from. It's Florida. Of course it is. <laughs> Woman's fee for sex, two double cheeseburgers off a dollar menu. <laughs> Joe, I got you the cheeseburgers. Oh, yeah. A Southwest Florida woman was arrested in a prostitution sting, but not before she got two double cheeseburgers <laughs> off the dollar menus at McDonald's. <laughs> Christine Faith Baker, 47, who had lost the will to live, apparently, was walking on a Manatee County street. Oh, only this would happen in a place called Manatee County. Manatee County. Manatee County. <laughs> on Friday, when she approached, uh, when she was approached by a sheriff's detective, after the undercover detective invited Baker into his car and talked about having sex, she said her fee would be two double cheeseburgers from the dollar menu at McDonald's. <laughs> the, detec the detective bought the two burgers for $2.75. <laughs> then Baker told him that if he wanted to, he could also tip her $40 for her services, according to the report. After Baker gave the detective direct directions to a vacant lot, Baker was arrested by other agents and charged with prostitution. 
Baker was released on jail Saturday, according to the sheriff's office website. So, fellas, she's out there and she's single. She is out there and she is single. She's not an expensive date. She just wants cheeseburgers. Seriously? Look, I've been on dates that have cost me more than $42.75. (laughs) I'm just letting you know. And they haven't ended nearly as well as that would end. If you're into 47-year-old ladies who live in Manatee County, <laughs> you are you are in for something. Oh, you touch my ta-la-la. <laughs> my ding-ding-dong. Oh, da-da-da, <laughs> I know that song. flashback to the early 2000s. I cannot tell a lie. I have a CD signed by that man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. something today. I had friends I had friends who went to a Gunther concert and they pretended to be famous and Gunther, because I guess he's really gullible, believed them and invited them backstage and they hung out with him and got a CD signed. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Gunther totally probably just didn't care. He's probably just like, come on back. So yeah, those are two great stories I found and I figured that would be a great way to start this episode. That Let you know what's going is. on in the world. I always like to know what's going on in the world. The regular news doesn't tell me anything. I never heard that double cheeseburger story prior to this, and luckily, I had this show to listen to all of these great stories on Cox and Credit Order in the Morning, the best news source ever. I tried to just plug our show within our show. I don't know. I was I was waiting for you to figure out why you were doing that. I don't know that I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> That's usually what happens. I don't even, I don't even know what's happening anymore. Oh yeah, I just realized that these Doritos, okay, the top Tapacho Doritos, the, the ones the ones that the ones that are, are the hot sauce flavor. I have those yeah. downstairs too. They're so good. They're so good. I can't even eat the other Doritos anymore. The Tapatitos, Top Tapitos. Yeah, Tapatio. Tapatio. And it's got the guy in a sombrero, and he's like, oh. They're delicious. Those are the best flavor. It is. Fact. Fact. Times a million. I tried getting the regular spicy Doritos. They're not even, not Not even in the same ballpark. There's another one called like Flemas, which are hot sauce and lime. But the lime overpowers the taste of of your mouth burning, which is unacceptable. That is unacceptable. Uh... That's all, it. that's that's the discussion. That's it. Look, look. That is unacceptable. We backtrace that discussion. We We're back good. Trace. Well, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to. I didn't have the thing open because. Because I backtraced it. Because yep. I was reading the Doritos. Okay, so if you look at the Doritos nutrition value, uh-huh. it's all in Spanish. That's because they don't want you to know. Well, they put English next to it, but. All the other Doritos don't do that. You can only find out by backtracing it. You can. I backtraced it! Like, what's this supposed to mean? Tamaño de una porción? One onza. Or gracia saturada? Thanks for saturating. It's saturated fat. And, uh... Gracias? Gracias? (laughs) No. Grasa. Grasa. Okay, all right. I was like, gracias, no. No. <laughs> Grasa is fat. Yeah, gracias is not. That's what so, you said the first time. What if you said gracias, grasa? Then you'd be saying, thank That's you, fat. fat. Thank you, fat. <laughs> That's my new favorite Spanish thing. Thank you, fat. <laughs> thank you, fat. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just felt like that was an important story. 
I am super jealous. Like immediately when we're done here, I'm gonna go get some <laughs> right now. They're so good and tasty. Um, yeah, I guess that's time then. I guess it's time to move on to Chop the Cobbers out of the Scalp. Grandma, Grandma, how's that traffic out there? Uh, I got people driving all over. There's people driving downtown. There's people driving uptown. There's people driving side towns. We got Doritos. We got chocolate. We got everything. There's people eating Nutella. There's people eating cheese. There's people eating Nutella cheese. Back to you. That seemed less like a traffic report and more like <laughs> a caller at a auction. <laughs> Hey, I got five hundred, five hundred, five fifty, five fifty. Go to the door. Let's see, let's see. Got six. We got six. We got six fifty. Got six fifty. Seven five, seven five, seven six fifty. Yes. You know what's heartbreaking is the new season of Storage Wars because the one guy left the show. We reported on that. He left the show because he said it was all fake. Yeah. And so, yup, guy is gone now. And so they just replace him with random people. And they have that weird guy who always wears silk shirts he's on all the time now. He used to be, like, one of the evil guys who would show up and ruin things. And yeah. then they have these two dudes who are basically, I, I don't, I would assume they're the you and I of the show. Mm. Where they're just like, hey, we're going to get some good deals over here. Yeah, yeah so we're going to <laughs> And they're like, bingo, bango, we scored something. <laughs> are you assholes? Why are you ruining this show? That's what I would say if I was on the show. That's what we would do. We would be like, oh my god, bingo, bango, boingo, we got some stuff over here. We're gonna get some of this stuff and we're gonna make a bunch of money on it. Ding, dang, dong. Ding, I'd dang, dong. <laughs> <laughs> we should audition for that show and you're the only one who talks in like real language and I just shout things like, bing, bang, boom. <laughs> I used stone a couple uh, boxes like this, so I'm pretty sure they got good stuff in it. day. <laughs> I think we'd get it instantly. We would be famous, is what we would be. <laughs> I mean, we're already famous. We'd be more famous. <laughs> they would. The people would just be like, "All right, what's your audition?" We'd say that, and they'd just be like, "Wow." Put that on a shirt. <laughs> Put say. it on a shirt. There'd just be a shirt that says "Goopity Gop Gop." <laughs> People would love it. And then yep. we would need a catchy thing to say once, like, we got something. Just be like, <laughs> That's it? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like uh, six out of nine. Like, <laughs> You throw out your back? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the episodes. You throw you out just your back. <laughs> the ambulance comes. <laughs> you just fall over. <laughs> 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 is he bidding or what is he doing? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> we would be the worst addition to that show. <laughs> we can we'll get on once they're like in their final season and they're desperate. Uh, <laughs> bing bang boom. <laughs> we are so talented. We are. Speaking of talented, let's go to Crendor over the weather desk. Crendor, how's the weather looking? I'm extremely talented over here at the weather desk. And when we're going to go to Yada Hey NM. Yada Hey New Mexico? Ooh, New Mexico! <laughs> I like how you didn't realize. Yada Hey NM. What did you think that was? Nobody knows about New Mexico. What did you think NM was? I'm curious. I thought it was like New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that makes sense. It did in my mind. It makes sense. New Hampshire. <laughs> There's an M in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in Yadahay, 
It's 69 degrees Fahrenheit. That's a that's funny a, number. That's the thing we're going to say. Mm-hmm. I backtraced it to the previous conversation. That's what we're going to say. Wh- well, whenever, whenever we baby go, yada hey. <laughs> yada hey. Yada hey. Yada hey. Yada hey. I backtraced it. That's our that's, thing. Thank like you, it. yada hey. Yada hey. You were finally good for something. <laughs> we had to backtrace it, but we figured it out. <laughs> we did. And apparently Yadahay is close to Albuquerque. Which, by the way, is where I've had the best tacos I've ever had in my entire life. Oh. There's this little ass, while driving to California, moving here, uh, I stopped in Albuquerque, and one night I was like, I want tacos. Like, real, legit, not from Chipotle tacos. (laughs) The the less healthy, the better. The more disgusting looking, you know it's going to taste good. And I was like... Where is this at? And so I, I yelped it. And there was this place really close that had like 20,000 reviews and five stars. And they were like, this is the best you will ever eat. So I drove there. It was a little tiny shack and maybe like four seats. And the place was packed. And it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> I dream about it because I've never had anything that good since. Damn. It was It was wonderful. I know. It's like if you want like true Mexican food but don't want to like die going to Mexico. It was there, yeah. That's where it I, is. I assume they didn't have any health standards, but it doesn't matter. It, <laughs> it really delicious. doesn't. It tasted delicious. Albuquerque, New Mexico has a place. I don't know what it's called. I don't remember, but <laughs> it exists. There's and a place it's there. Yes. And that's, that's the weather. All right, now let's go over to sports. Sports exciting today. The NFL draft is tonight, <gasps> which means all the teams will be excited for their new players they get to pick for their teams, even who though first, most of them. Who has first pick this year? Who is the crappiest team? Uh, The crappiest team was the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, great. Followed by the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Oakland Raiders. That is my absolute favorite tradition. Of the draft is the worst teams get to go first, <laughs> and they ruin the dreams of those young athletes who are like, "One day I'll be on a good team and I'll win the Super Bowl." Like, no, bitch, you're going to Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, and there's like the people they're like, "Oh, they're pretty good," and they just like go to like the good teams and do really well. Right? <laughs> this is your lesson kids out there listening <laughs> if you go into sports in college and you are going to get drafted just be okay don't be great because if you're great you'll get screwed mm-hmm. that's don't try too hard try just not too hard it's a great life lesson there it is it is look get it done just don't go all out you never know when you need that extra energy <laughs> for or banging you... hookers with two cheeseburgers <laughs> or you may end up on the jacksonville jaguars no one wants to be a Marino. Look, he was great, but they didn't win nothing. And he was in Miami. That's what I'm saying. All the Florida teams. It's just Florida. All Marino could do was buy cheeseburgers for hookers. He could do nothing else. <laughs> That's probably what he did. It's true. And uh, apparently the the guy with the imaginary girlfriend, Teo. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He is apparently going to get picked by the Bears. Perfect. The city once again proves to be wonderful. Yes. They'll be all over the news, and I'll get to watch them every week, and it'll just be like, let's see what Coach Ditka has to say. 
It'll be like, <laughs> I approve of the tail guy because he can play football and he's got imaginary friends, which is more friends than most people have. I'm Coach Ditka. I was about to say, a guy with an imaginary girlfriend going to an imaginary football team. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> he's just like sitting by himself and they're like, and the, uh, I've never even heard of this team before, uh, but they select Teo, and he just, like, goes up there, and they, like, hand him an imaginary jersey. It's, like, not even existent. <laughs> that's, he's just really that's proud. That's how I imagined it. Oh, it'd be wonderful. Oh, goodness. Is that that's, it? Is that with sports? That's sports. All right. Now it's time for the big story of the day. Now, we need to set this up. Mm-hmm. Our earlier version of this podcast, the one that was corrupted, we found an article about a girl who is basically... A sorority girl, like, head in charge person yeah. who is nuts. Like, she's the person that was in a sorority because she didn't want to leave her high school life. And so. she is basically, like, mean girls levels of insane. Yeah. She is amazing. So, she had a Twitter account, which is closed now, but all the tweets still exist. Basically, she's the rudest Meanest, most awful person in the world. We literally thought she was trolling for a while. Like, we <laughs> thought it, she wasn't even real. Like, she can't be a real person. Yeah. All right, <laughs> all right. I guess there was a party or something. And after this party, she sent an email, a mass email to everyone in the sorority that was like, If you just open this like I told you to, tie yourself down to whatever chair you're sitting in because this email is going to be a rough effing ride. For those of you that have your heads stuck under rocks, which is apparently the majority of this chapter, we have been effing up in terms of nighttime events and general social interactions with Sigma Nu. I've been getting text on text about people literally being so effing awkward and so effing boring. You're reading this right now and saying to yourself, but OMG, Julia, I have been having so much fun with my sisters this week. Then punch yourself in the face right now so that I don't have to effing find you on campus to do it myself. (laughs) (laughs) This is a legit real email she sent. The rest of the story is based off of this email being spread around the internet. So continue, please. I do not give a a flying F. And Sigma Nu does not give a flag F about how much you effin' love to talk to your sisters. You have 361 days out of the effin' year to talk to your sisters, and this week is not, I effin' repeat, not one of them. This week is about <laughs> fostering relationships in the Greek community, and that's not effin' possible if you're to stand around and talk to each other and not our matchup. Newsflash, you stupid cocks. Rats! <laughs> I think she's talking to you. But she spelled it wrong. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> she spelled she... your last name wrong, though. Yeah, but she, I know what she meant. <laughs> Frats don't like boring sororities. Oh, wait. Double F in Newsflash. Sigma Nu is not going to want to hang out with us if we F and suck. Which, by the way, in case you're an idiot and need it spelled out for you, we F and suck so far. This applies to you little shit. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The best part about this is this is all because... During a week-long event, they were matched with a fraternity, and the girls didn't, I guess, put out to these guys and, like, act like whores around them. So the girls were doing everything just like a normal human being would do, not mm-hmm. be a whore. But this girl's like, you need to suck some dicks. <laughs> like, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, please continue. 
this also applies to you little shits that have talked openly about post-gaming at a different frat in front of Sigma New Brothers. Are you people effing retarded? That's not a rhetorical <laughs> question. I literally want you to email me back telling me if you're mentally slow so I can make sure you don't go to any more nighttime events. If Sigma New openly said, yeah, we're going to invite Zeta over, would you be happy? Would you? No, you wouldn't. So why the F do you do it to them in front of them? First of all, you shouldn't be post-gaming at other frats. I don't give a F if your boyfriend is in it, if your brother is in it, or if your entire family is in that frat. You don't go. You don't go. And you especially don't effin' not convince other girls to leave you. But Julia, you say in a whiny little bitch voice to your computer screen as you read this email, I've been cheering on our teams in all the sports. Does that count for something? No, you stupid effin' asshats. Doesn't effin'. You know why? Because it doesn't count because you've been effing up at sober effing events too. I've not only gotten texts about people being effing weird at sports, for example, being stupid shits and saying stuff like, Durr, what's kickball? It's not effing funny. But I've gotten texts about people actually cheering for the opposing team. The opposing effing team. Are you effing stupid? I don't give a shit about sportsmanship. You cheer for our goddamn team and not the other one. Have you ever been to a sports game? Are you effing blind or are you just so effing dense about what it means to make people like you that you think being a good little supporter of the Greek community is going to make our matchup happy? Well, it's time someone told you. No one effing likes that, especially for our effing matchup. I will... <laughs> I will effing C-word punt the next person I hear about doing something like that, and I don't give an <laughs> F if you S-O-R me. I will effing assault you. Oh, Julia, I am now crying because your email has made me oh so sad. Well, good. If this email applies to you in any way, meaning if you are a little asswipe that stands in the corners at night or if you are a weird shit that does weird shit during the day, the following message is for you. Do not go to tonight's event. I'm not effing kidding. Don't go. Seriously, if you have done anything I've mentioned in this email have some or have some rare disease where you're unable to not do these things, then you are horrible. I repeat, horrible PR for this chapter. I would rather have 40 girls that are fun, talk to boys, and not effing awkward, than 80 that are effing <laughs> word for gay people and British cigarettes. If you're one of the people that have told me, oh no, boo-hoo, I can't talk to boys, I'm too sober, then I pity you because I don't know how you got this far in life. And with that in mind, I don't effing show up unless you're going to stop being goddamn cockblock for our chapter. Seriously, I swear to effing God, if I see anyone being a goddamn boner at tonight's event, I will tell you to leave even if you're sober. I'm not even kidding. Try me, and for those of you who are offended at this email, I would apologize, but I really don't give a F. Go F yourself. <laughs> Holy shit. That's beautiful. Now, a lot of people wondered who this Julia was, and it turns out she is actually Rebecca Martinson, and that was just a, an alias they gave her. Holy crap. Once that dam opened, it all came out. And we actually looked her up to find out everything about her, because we thought this was fake. We, we thought did. this has to be fake. This can't be real. Then we found tweets, which made it seem like it was more fake, until we found pictures of her, and she exists. And it's mm -hmm. insane. Just read some of these tweets. Her tweets make you understand what kind of person this is. And mm -hmm. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. 
I hate her, yet I am oddly attracted to how much of a bitch she is. <laughs> uh, one of the perks of going to class ugly is that the Mexicans working along, along the sidewalk don't try to talk to me. Hashtag fug for the win. Hashtag not trying hard. It's gotten to the point where I have trouble talking to people not in Greek life because I have no idea what they do with their spare time. I like my men like I liked my karate movies, vaguely Asian but white enough that I can understand what they're saying. <laughs> uh, being overprivileged and white makes shopping in ghetto malls so effing difficult. Hashtag Amex. What? <laughs> oh no. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Let's do one more. Let's do one more good one. Bitch, don't you dare be asking me for extra mayo on your sandwich when you have six chins dribbling down your neck. Hashtag lipo. Hashtag hate you. Hashtag eat less. <laughs> so, apparently there is a Facebook page now that is dedicated to this girl. And it's not her, clearly, but someone has gone to the effort of making one. It has, like, her sorority hall, stalker-level pictures. Look up just... Uh, it's Rebecca, whatever that minus symbol is, Martinson, on Facebook slash pages slash Rebecca Martinson. And uh, we discussed this. 90% of her pictures, she's in the exact same pose. She, she is. She does a Paris Hilton thing where she poses a certain way because that's like her good side. But it's in nearly every picture of her. <laughs> Which, again, shows you what kind of woman we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't say I wouldn't expect something like this from a fine, young, upstanding lady like her, but I'm curious. Did we find anything new? Has the story developed any further? Yes. Okay, please, uh, go on. Sorority girl email writer has resigned from Delta <gasps> Gamma. What? No! Yep. No, Rebecca! <laughs> the mean girl sorority rant read, Round the world has taken some... So a somewhat predictable turn with Delta Gamma President Rebecca Martinson resigning from her sorority Wednesday because of her profanity-laced media frenzy-inducing email. Delta Gamma has accepted the resignation of one of its members whose email relating to a social event has been widely distributed and publicized through social media and traditional media channels. The tone and content of the email was highly inappropriate and unacceptable by any standard. Read Wednesday's announcement on the University of Maryland sorority Facebook page. All reasonable people can agree, this is an email that should have never been sent further. Delta Gamma now considers the matter closed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what ha Look, I want to know what happens to this girl in her life. I imagine she will either uh, reach the pinnacle of existence for her, which is probably marrying an equally assholey guy, mm -hmm. and then they just beat each other up for the rest of their lives. No, get drunk and beat each other up for the rest of their lives, and then they have like eight kids and live off the coast of Cape Cod. And just hate each other. Or she becomes some sort of high-powered defense attorney. <laughs> and, and she's like, I don't take shit from no one. <laughs> or she'll get her own reality show. Oh, that'd be good. That I'd watch that. It'd be on VH1. <laughs> what? It would. That's where all the shitty reality shows. <laughs> That's where it would be, VH1. We all know it. That's where it would be. Or. Right, right after I Love the 80s. <laughs> I Love the 80s. <laughs> or she'll get classy and she'll take two Big Macs instead of two cheeseburgers. Look, you want to get with all this, you're going to need to pay four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need two Big Macs. And you know what? I even want a bacon cheeseburger. 
Does McDonald's have bacon cheeseburgers? I don't know, do they? I, I don't. I literally haven't been to a McDonald's. Like, that's <laughs> the one fast food place I just don't go to. I have not <laughs> been there in forever. So, yeah. If, if they, they do, haven't. that sounds probably delicious. <laughs> I, I would imagine they have it because I, so many other places have it. Bacon's popular. They Why have, they have they? bacon. They put it on their bacon, egg, and cheese breakfast sandwiches. They have, it says bacon, egg, and cheese. They have the bacon there. Why can't they put it on anything else? Can you request bacon? I don't. Oh, my God. I don't even know. I don't know. These are things bacon, we need to know. McDonald's. I like how we just shifted. <laughs> Look, she's interesting. I want, I want to let her know this. Look, Rebecca, you're interesting, but not as interesting as the possibility of bacon on a hamburger at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, they do. The Angus oh, bacon and cheese. Crap. Lesson learned, Angus man. bacon and cheese. I believe that is not real cheese, not real Angus, not real bacon. <laughs> so it's definitely from McDonald's. Judging by the McRib and its pork product, I would have to say that bacon is also the McRib pork product, just shaped in bacon. It's just, throw <laughs> some old McRib on it. <laughs> I'd eat that. <laughs> oh my god! What if you combined a, ch- a double cheeseburger with McRib? Whoa. And you made... Dude, dude. <laughs> Next time you're here, if they have the McRib, that's where we're going. We're going to film the whole thing. We're going to film I, the event. I will eat that with pride. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best that could happen is you die live on camera. Just like, ah. Oh, my God. Story <laughs> you for go, next. You go, you go, ooh, and just die. <laughs> and I'd be like, is he bidding on something? What is happening? <laughs> Instead of, like, blood, there's, like, McRib sauce dripping <laughs> on it. <laughs> the guy's like, 400, I have 400. Uh! But I found an amazing story for the next podcast. Uh-oh, yeah. McDonald's meals around the world. 17 awesome McDonald's <gasps> dishes you can't buy in America. <laughs> that was McDonald's calling right now. <laughs> they were like, are you are you tweeting or telling That, that or Rebecca Martinson, one of the two. She's like, <laughs> I am two worth more than double cheeseburgers. <laughs> she knows. She is so connected to the web. All right, that's it, guys. We will see you next time with more Cox and Crendor. Thank you for watching. And as always, I want some hot chocolate. See you.